The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Well, here we are, a week before game day in Nashville. You got to love it, because we'll be there. That's right. We'll hit that pregame and more here on Show 281. Hard to believe the season is right up on us up in here. That's right. Sunday, we play the Titans in Nashville. Well, it's going to be hot. It's going to be sticky. And it's going to be really hot and sticky for the Oakland Raiders. There's some buzz shit going on that they're going to make them wear their blacks. Yes, their home black uniforms because it's going to be hot. And I guess Jeff Fisher figures every advantage is a good advantage. He's a good coach. 13 years for the Titans. We'll hit more on that. On the pregame, of course, for the Tennessee Titan game. Right now, let's go over what we got for today. Well, on today's show, we have postgame. What game? Yes, we got to talk a little bit about the seabirds, the sea chickens, the seacocks, whatever you want to call them, just a very little. And, of course, the cuts. Cut to the bone. Cut to the 53-man roster, that is. We're going to talk about some controversy because there's always some controversy elsewhere. Uh, they like to throw that on the Raiders, of course. Then we hit the pregame for the Tennessee Titans, and then we'll wrap it up with, yes, your favorite and mine, the bone line, where you get to throw your bones so the Raider Nation knows what the Raider Nation's thinking. I love it. Before we get into the show, I just want to say one thing. You know, we have a MySpace page and a Facebook page, and we have a lot of friends out there. And you know what? I love you guys. It's always good to hook up on Facebook and throw little words out there, you know, because I'm an old school, because I'm old uh, kind of dude. And it's kind of neat to see all the reactions and this and that. But I'll tell you, (laughs) I get more requests for ingots of silver or a bushel of wheat. Hey, I don't have any. I don't play those games. I'm not a member of Farmville or Frontierland or anything else for that matter. So please don't ask me for a bushel or an ingot or a plot of land or an acre of wheat or whatever they got out there, some wild animals. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. I'd, I'd rather have my own land. How about, how about Hippieville? We'll have Hippieville. That way we could smoke some virtual doobies. We could take some virtual LSD. We should. We could trade some quaaludes for some pot or, you know, we could go to a virtual concert. <laughs> that would be more my style of game. So if anyone out there wants to invent that game, I'll be in. But please don't ask me for an ingot or a bushel or an acre. Because I ain't doing it, partner. (laughs) I love it. Not that there's anything wrong with it. All right. Post game for the seacocks. Or the sea chickens. I don't want to offend anybody. Except those damn bluebirds. Well, they came into Oakland, played a very vanilla game. I tell you right now, the game was the longest game in history. I kept looking at my watch going, is this game ever going to end? I mean, it was entertaining, and we saw a lot of our second and third string putting it out there, and, you know, it was nice to be there around the Raider Nation. Don't get me wrong. I love every home game, but, man, this one here was a long-ass game. I thought they played two games. It was hard to sit there and, and uh, deal with it because the season's right around the corner. The Sea Chickens didn't show anything of what they really had. Uh, we didn't show really a lot of what we really had, and that's kind of where it is. Um, that was the game. That's the waste of money. That is the preseason. That's the biggest waste of money. The last preseason game, it's one of those games you wish you could just give back because it ain't worth crap to us anyways. It's worth a lot to those guys on the bubble. And I'll tell you right now, there's a lot of guys that were on the bubble that blew. They went up with it, baby. I'll tell you right now, they got cut to the 53. So let's get right there to that story. Cut to the bone. Forget about it all that we've been through. 
You're gonna do the things you wanna do And you don't wanna hear A single word I'm saying You cut me to the bone Baby, you cut me to the bone You know how to make a man Feel long The way you cut me to the bone well, Raider Nation, like I said on earlier podcasts, that this cut's going to be very interesting and very hard to take for some people. But again, it is kind of bizarre. And I'll just, right off the top, you could look at what happened at the cuts and see that the offensive line is much better. Valdez in first string as the first string center. That's really good because we needed someone to plug that hole. That'll help us a great deal this year. Just that. The thing that kind of question I have about this whole thing is we kept seven wide receivers and only two tight ends. And once again, we only have one fullback. Do we not expect to run the ball? Are we going to move some people around and play in positions that they're not used to? I'm not very comfortable at all with the one fullback program. The two tight ends, I can handle with that, really. Not very, because we should have at least one more. And I know that we need to run the football. And to run the football well, you need a fullback. I needed someone who's just a fullback. And they cut Luke Lawton. Hey, that was our fullback, and he was pretty damn good. Ornell Neal was let go earlier. That is a big, big sign of trouble for me as far as the running game goes. And in that, I do not expect us to have a great running game this year just for that reason. I'm not painting the doom and gloom here, folks. I'm just telling you my opinion, and what happened is not really <laughs> not really good. We didn't lose Samson Zatelli. He's in there. Uh, he's the second guy in the, in the snap, which is good because he's kind of strong, and he's still kind of learning a little bit. But I'm glad to re-release Chris Morris. Goodbye. He blew, and he needed to get the hell out of town, and I'm glad that sucker's gone. Very, very nice. For the Oakland Raiders to make that move, I'll tell you. The three wide receivers we did get rid of, Sean Bodiford, which showed kind of promise, kind of a guy you'd kind of want to have a success. He didn't make it. <laughs> Neither did Todd Watkins, who I thought showed some great talent, but he got cut as well. And uh, Paul Hubbard, who never showed up at all. Uh, I, I don't even remember him being at the camp, for crying out loud. That's what an impression that guy made on me. I think our wide receivers are very, very young, very inexperienced, but hey, look where Murphy came from, nowhere. So let's hope we can pull another one of those guys out of the Raider hat. Well, if you had any questions earlier in the season, and the preseason that is, about who our quarterback was going to be, <clears throat> there's no questions now. Jason Campbell, one, Bruce Gronkowski is two, and Kyle, Kyle Bowler's three, and they cut Brennan. What a surprise. He never got a chance to play very much, but... There you go. Because Fry is injured, we had to keep those three guys. I think we have a good, strong set of quarterbacks because we're going to need every dog on one of them. Running backs, Michael Bush, Darren McFadden, Marcel Reich, Michael Bennett, and Rock Cartwright all made it. Manez Tonga didn't make it. And Luke Lawton, of course, suspended for four games of the season. They cut him, um, which is you know not a surprise at all. We have Chaz Schillens, Darius Hayward Bay. Now, Chaz is going to have some knee surgery. Yeah. I don't want to even want to go there at all at this point in the season. Darius Hayward Bay, let's hope his hands of stone have turned into hands of gold. Lewis Murphy does have hands of gold, and I wish he'd share them with Darius Hayward Bay. <laughs> Nick Miller, the always feisty, quick, sacrifice anything for the team greater, is there. Johnny Lee Higgins. Yaman figures, man. He was someone who came out in this last game against the Sea Chickens, and he played pretty damn good. I was really surprised at this guy, and I'm looking forward to seeing him play some more. Jacoby Ford also played very well. I think he's a young talent as well. Like I said, our wide receivers look pretty good. We cut Sean Botterford and Todd Watkins, like I said. Tight end Zach Miller and Brandon Myers. Both guys almost identical clones. Brandon Myers can step in, catch the ball out of the backfield. He's good with his hands. He's a good blocker. He's a great tight end. These are our two pillars we're going to be standing on. I like it, 
but I think we need one more guy, but that's the word you get when you got seven wide receivers. We cut John Owens. Well, what do you expect? You know what? Mario Henderson made the team. Yeah. Even though he's not one of my personal favorites, we need depth in the position, so there he is. Robert Cowley, Jared Valdir, of course, our new center. Cooper Carlisle, Langston Skywalker. Sanson Satelli, of course, Daniel Lopier, Eric Pierce, and Khalif Barnes. Doesn't look like much of a change, but a little change and tweak here and there makes a big difference. I think our O-line is far improved from last season, and we'll see those results during the year as these guys get to blend better. We cut Chris Morris, yes, Alec Parsons, and Brandon Rod, who really didn't get a chance to do much because we didn't see very much. Defensive line, Lamar Houston, Richard Seymour, Tommy Kelly, Matt Shaughnessy, John Henderson, and Desmond Bryant. I'm liking it a lot. Our defense is going to be awesome, and I can't wait to see him on the field in a regular season game. Guys who got cut, of course, would be Chris Cooper and William Joseph. Well, what can I say? The best players are on the field. I like those choices. Linebackers, Trevor Scott, Ronaldo McLean, of course, Cameron Wimbley, the stud, Quinton Groves, who came out of nowhere, Travis Gothel, Ricky Brown, Thomas Howard, and Sam Williams. Now, you know what? I think we should have kept Slade Norris and shit-canned Sam Williams. This guy is like a ingrown toenail. You can't just rid of him. you got to cut it out. David Nixon's also one to go, but man, what the hell does Sam Nixon, Sam Williams have on Al Davis? He must have something because he is hanging around. He's an okay player, but Slade Norris showed way more promise than Sam, and I don't, still don't see why Sam is still around. Oh, well. <laughs> what can you say? <laughs> Defensive backs. Namdi. Namdi Asimwa. That's right. Chris Moore, Chris Johnson which I have great hopes for this year, even though he sputtered in preseason. He did great last year. I think he's going to be ready because he's going to have to make some real good plays this year. Michael Huff. Huff Daddy's got to step up big this season. He had an okay ending last year. He really stood up. He's got to stand up tall right at the beginning of the season this year. Mike Mitchell. <clears throat> well, I don't know where he's been because I haven't seen much of him. But Tyvon Branch, Stanford Route. Walter McFadden, Stevie Brown, Jeremy Ware, and Haram Eugene are our guys. I'm glad we have this many because they're really injury. And there's really injuries ready to happen here if we hit the way I think we're going to hit. And I think these are the guys that are going to be doing the hitting, if you know what I mean. Let's just go here. Joey Thomas, Joe Porter, and Jerome Boyd were all cut. Yeah. So. What are you going to do? Special teams, Shane Leckler, Sebastian Janikowski, and John Kondo. Swayze Waters. <laughs> that was a name when I heard it at the Coliseum. I had to laugh. The guy's got to make some kind of country album because that's what his name sounds like. It sounds like introducing Swayze Waters and his juggling band. Whatever it is, uh, that's what I kept hearing. Every time they said his name, it was pretty funny. So did everybody else in the Coliseum. And, of course, we kept John Kondo as our long snapper, needing him for sure on special teams. And don't get me started on special teams. Well, that's our roster, Raider Nation. I got to tell you, um, these are the guys we're going to go to battle with. I think I feel pretty confident. Uh, Stevie Brown's kind of a, a surprise. Everybody got up in arms and, you know, ever got all emotional. But like I said before, and I'll say it again, this is a much more functional offseason than I've seen in seven years. I'm not going to complain about the crumbs falling off the table, folks. I'm just going to sweep them up and put them in the garbage. That's all you can do because I think our team looks pretty fucking good, to be quite honest with you and quite blunt. And that is all I have to say about that. Our first pregame of the season. The Oakland Raiders play the Tennessee Titans. The 
First game of the season is away. Randy and I are going to be in the house. We're dragging Juan. We're dragging a couple more Raider fans with us. And we'll be hosted by the Smoky Mountain Raiders Booster Club. Great organization. 300 strong are coming from the entire area to invade LP Stadium and bring down the silver and black upon the house. And I love it. And thanks to my good brother, Thomas Coke, the man, not the myth, in charge of the, the whole ordeal down there. He's hosting it. We're going to it. And thank you to him. Props to him for having us in their party, their tailgate, the party before, and so on. And hopefully the victory party, too, after the game. We're going to check that out. Tailgating in the parking lot is going to get crazy. So if you're anywhere in the area of LP Stadium on the 12th of September, get your ass at least down to the parking lot. And party down with the Raider Nation video cast. Randy and I are going to be there big time. Video blazing. The whole place going to be crazing. We're going to love it. Can't wait to see you guys out there. We're going to slap this one on YouTube as well so the Raider Nation can enjoy what's happening away from the Coliseum and see the Raider Nation in grand form as we usually show it. I love it. Well, before I get too much into this, I got to tell you, man. Fisher, Jeff Fisher is a great coach, and I respect him greatly. Matter of fact, I've always wanted him to come to Oakland every time he had an inkling of leaving the Titans. 13 years there, the guy is awesome. He's a great coach. The guys love him. The owner loves him, and he's shown it with a winning record throughout his entire time there in Tennessee. This guy always throws in a trick play. He always throws in some funky play, and it always seems to do very well, no matter who he's playing against. It's a trip. Let me tell you what he did say about this game. He said that they've been training for this game and practicing for this game well before the last preseason game. Matter of fact, he said New Orleans Saints got very little time as opposed to the Oakland Raiders. They are serious about this first game, way more serious then it seems we are. I know we don't have to beat our chest about it, but they're beating their freaking chest about it because last season the Titans went 0-6. 0-6. Then they came back out to, to finish the season with over uh, over 500. That's pretty doggone good. They run eight games in a row because they finally got it together. I know now they're thinking of getting it together big time and early this season. And some of the things that hurt them last year, they fixed. And this is going to be bad news for the Raiders because their special teams is on freaking fire. It'll be one of the top five in the NFL this year, I have no doubt. And we better be ready for their special teams because the way it looks, our special teams look like a bunch of fucking fools, uh, clowns flying around Circus du Soleil. Uh, in comparison to this fine machine right here, these guys are mean. They mean and they mean business. And I'll tell you right now, the Raiders better be ready for the special teams play because that's going to be a big, big part of their game, and we have to make it a big part of our game fucking yesterday because it's been a concern of mine all preseason, and it certainly hasn't shown much improvement throughout the preseason. I'm hoping they got it figured out for fucking sure. I got to tell you, man, because I'm kind of worried about this. Now, here's a little tidbit that's been flying around. Albert Hainsworth who was traded to the Washington Redskins and our good friend, the Shatter Rat, is trying to dump him back on the Titans. And it looks like it might be a deal to come true. It might even happen before the game starts on Sunday. A lot of rumblings about Hainsworth wanting to go home. He, they can do it. He only has $16 million for the next three seasons, so they can make that happen. And Hainsworth, well, you know what he did last time. I'm going to go over the offense first and – We'll just take a glander, a glander at what we're going to be facing. Nate Washington at wide receiver number one is no joke. He's a pretty good receiver, and uh, he's got a good quarterback throwing the ball too because I'll tell you right now, Vince Young is a champion. He may not seem like it. He got a lot of, lot of problems in the past, but, man, the guy is a good player. He's a gamer, and we're really going to have to do a lot to contain him. He's very... Alex Smith-like. He likes to pull out of the pocket. If we can't contain him in the pocket, we're going to be screwed. Justin Gage is the number two wide receiver, and I'm going to tell you, he's also very good. They have a great team. 
I mean, they could be a playoff contender. There's a lot of talk about them sealing up the South, and I have no doubt that they'll do it. Um, Chris Johnson, 2,006 rushing yards last season. That's just rushing. Cap on another 400 or 300-something uh, on his passes, and you have a lethal weapon, and I mean lethal. He's popping off about taking 2,500 yards this year rushing only. That is insane. I don't even think our team did that two years ago. The whole team didn't make 2,000 yards when Jadummy was in place. He is a scary running back, and, man, this is a test of our defense. I think we can do it. Don't laugh. Don't even start to chuckle, but I think we can. Uh, his backup is Javon Ringer. Not a well-known guy, but I'll tell you, you know, they've got some pretty good linemen, man. David Stewart at right tackle and at left tackle, Michael Rods. Hey, I'll tell you right now, they can push some people. Left guard Leroy Harris is no joke, and right guard Jake Scott, they're bulldozers. They're a great offensive line. They've had time to be together, and, uh, well, what more can I say? We have a lot to do here in this game, and their offense is really run-based. The, the run sets up the pass for this team, and what else can I tell you, Raider Nation? We have got to stop that freaking run to make it so, because if we don't, we are going to be in big trouble and it's going to be a hell of a long day for Randy, Greg, and Juan up in the stands and every other Raider fan if they cannot control Chris Johnson. And I know we're not going to stop him, but I don't want him to put down 300 yards on us. We cannot have that happen. We have got to contain this man. If we can, we've got Vince Young. We got him big time. So the key to this game on that side of the ball, the offense, we got to stop the run. I mean, how many times we got to say this, Red Nation? We got to stop the freaking run, and this game is a huge test of our dominant, and I know is going to be dominant, defense. With Richard Seymour, Trevor Scott, the rest of our linebacking core, Lamar Houston, we better be able to get some pressure in this guy. Cameron Wimbley, we need to stop the run and then run this quarterback right out of the field. Our defense has got to be our strong point here. We have got to show that our defense is going to function because I hate to tell you this, folks, but the Tennessee Titan defense is no masquerade. They are tough. They are good. They showed so in all their preseason games. Just like our defense, they showed a lot of promise. A lot. And let's go over their defense right now. Well, the defense for the Tennessee Titans, ugh. left defensive end, William Hayes, a speedster, a mauler. Left defensive tackle, Jason Jones, he's nothing to mess around with either. Right defensive tackle, Tony Brown. We have right defensive end, Jacob Ford, another speedster monster. Now, outside linebacker, Colin Allred has been pretty doggone strong. Stephen Tulock, I mean... <laughs> he is their man in the middle, and he is a pass Russian mofo. Him, along with Will Witherspoon, are things that we're going to really have to keep an eye on. This is like the no-name defense. I know I'm throwing names out here. Chris Hope, Michael Griffin, both those guys are free safety. And, uh, you know, you have to <laughs> you have to look at this defense not by the names, because they're not really big names, just like we have Namdi Asamoah, the league knows about him, or Rivas. These are no names, but they play very, very well together. And let me tell you, this team is tough. Their defense is going to stick it to us big time. So what does that say to this Raider fan? It says this. It tells me that special teams is going to glean even more, more, on this game, this game is going to depend on special teams to rise to the fucking occasion because that's going to be the teeter-totter point for me, I think. I think if we can keep Chris Johnson off the field, we can keep their, their defense on the field, let our defense rest, which has been a problem for seven seasons. I think our defense can really match up well, and uh, we just got to put some points on the board. 
They will score. We just have to score more points. The defense has to hold strong on the run just so Vince Young doesn't get any rhythm. We got to keep him down as well. Listen, we're not supposed to win this game. That's what everyone's going to say. They've already started saying it, and they're going to say it louder as the game gets on. Don't be surprised if the guys on the TV start to diss the Raiders and make little chuckle sounds before the game. I'm not going to be surprised because it figures. Fuck them. Don't worry about what they say. Know your team. Know that if we want to win bad enough, we can do this. Hugh Jackson brings a different offense, a lot of different looks, and I think we're going to see a whole lot more in this game. I'm hoping. Raider Nation, I've said it a million times. I'll say it a million more. We can win this game. We can win this game and make it their first loss and our first win of the season. I don't even remember the last time we won a first game. I can't even remember. It's been so many years. Yeah. I don't want to tell you. But like always, man, I have a good attitude about this game. Like always, I'll say this. Randy and I will be in the house. We'll be there witnessing this for the nation. And let me tell you, we're looking for a victory. I know our boys can do it. I think the Titans are – here's the advantage – And let me tell you, I got to get this out because it's kind of stuck in my throat, so let me spit it out right now. They don't know this team. Jeff Fisher can't plan for something he doesn't know. This is the biggest advantage we have as a team, folks. They don't know the Oakland Raiders. They don't know what we're going to throw at them. They don't know the plays we're going to use against them because we've never used them before. They can't look at film of last year. They have different players from last year. We are a different cat. We are a silent cat. We are a deadly cat. And they can't trace our steps because we really haven't stepped on the field yet. This is an advantage we have, and we need to take advantage of it right away in the first half of this game and stick them back on their heels. Make them play from behind. Make them move the ball from behind and force them to pass the ball against our superior defensive backs. This is the kind of game we can play. The advantage of the Raiders is they have no idea how we play. And guess what? We have a big-time idea how they play, and we can plan for them. They cannot plan for the Raiders. This is our advantage. This is our golden opportunity to bring home a victory in the first game of the season. Let's hope it happens, folks. I'm praying. You be praying. We'll be there praying right there in person. And once again, man, thanks to... The Smoky Mountain Raider Booster Club. That's bringing it all together there for the folks at LP Field. You got to send the shout outs to the man himself. That's Mr. Coke. That's correct. Well, Raider fans, we got to get down to the next thing on the list, which is the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line and get on the bone, folks. It's the season. It started. You guys are pumped. I feel it. I know it. And we got to be pumped no matter what happens this game. But I'll tell you, you got an advantage. You better use it and take care of this business right now. No more losing the first game of the season. That's some bullshit, and it has to come to an end. So what do you have to say Raider Nation. First on the line, we have L.A. Raider. Hey, what's going on, Raider Nation? This is L.A. Raider, and I got to send this bone line out to all the haters, so go with me as I name a couple of them. First of them, Kawakami, you stupid fuck. You don't hear about him anymore, huh? He probably got fired or something. I know where he's at. Let's start with the NFL Network Analyst, uh, the giraffe-looking chick, Allison Flanagan, whatever her fucking name is, her fucking chuckle, uh, not once but twice, about the Raiders when they mention us. And, uh, you know, I, personally, I don't think that's fucking professional at all. should go back to fucking commentate on ice skating or some shit like that. And then I got... Uh, Fucking Warren 
I need another barbecue fucking rib in my mouth sap. That's all you're good at, of course, talking shit about Al and the team. And let's see, there was a, there was a section on NFL.com recently about how the new quarterbacks or who's going to be the most scrutinized at their new teams. And they were just laying in with Jason Campbell and the Raiders and how he has no one to throw to, fucking Michael Irvin and Deion Sanders, Marshall Falk. Who are they going to throw to? Who? Hayward Bay. Uh, you know, first I got to say, Deion Sanders, you don't have no room to talk. You, you, everybody thinks you're such a good player. Why were you on four different teams, you know? First the fucking Atlanta Falcons, Niners, Cowboys, and then all the Ravens for a year, and they said, you got to go, old man, because you stink. You know, I don't even think he started the game, uh, personally, when he was with the Baltimore Ravens. So the only one that, that stood up for us was Mariucci, and he was on Behind the Shield Online. And I think you need to introduce yourself, not that you need much of an introduction, but I'm, I'm going to let you tell the world who I'm sitting next to today. Well, I am Steve Mariucci with the NFL Network. I'm here on location in Raiderville. No, we're having a ball. I, I have not been to this facility before. Ever. Never. Tom Cable uh, invited me to come and watch practice, which was fun because I hadn't seen this facility, nor have I seen him. Hugh Jackson worked for me at Cal, so did yes. Tom Wright. Mike Waffle worked for me at Cal. And then, of course, Ted Tolner and John Marshall were with me at San Francisco, so it's like old home week right now. It is. Now, you've also got some players out there that you're familiar with, of course. Well, uh, let's see. you got some Cal guys over there, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Langston Walker, out of Bishop O'Dowd High School. Yes. Tom Cable and I recruited him. We were in his living room, the Did home really? visit, the whole thing. We got him. Um, Kyle Bowler, of course, from Cal. Uh, and Namdi Asamoah is there from Cal. I didn't coach him. He came in afterward. But anyway, the, this is a good team. This is a pretty darn good team. Jeanette Thompson's like, you know, we're watching, and you're, you're the only one that said good things about us. So don't think that the, Ra- the Raider organization doesn't know what's going on there. And you guys make those stupid-ass remarks. Now, you've had a lot of great things to say about our team on the NFL Network. Have I? Yeah, I heard a couple of things. I heard a couple. Stick up for the Bay Area. <laughs> tell Stick me, up. tell me a little bit about this team that you that you've learned from watching today and from what you've seen. Well, let's start with the, the guys in the red shirts out there. Mm-hmm. I think the quarterback situation is pretty darn solid. Yeah. I really do. I think Jason Campbell. He's going to be healthy. He's got he's got a kink in his neck. You know, he'll be all right. And uh, Gretkowski looked great against the Niners, and he's he's done that before. We've all seen that. Uh, Kyle Bowler can play if need be. So you got three guys that that can start in this league and, and play well. It starts with that. Um, some of these young draft choices and watching practice. Uh, Rolando McLean, he's going to be a fine player. He's he's he's. They're hoping that he's the version of Patrick Willis from across the bay, right? That yes. that inside linebacker that that is going to be here for a long time. And so this is a much improved team, I think. And and it's good spunk in practice. And this is like dog days, you know. Just everybody's waiting to get through. Get to the real deal. Let's get to the real deal. But it's a good spunky practice right now. Well, I'm so glad you joined us here on Behind the Shield Online. I'm Jeanette Thompson. Steve Mariucci, thank you very much for taking time out to visit us and talk with us. Right, great to be here. It's been a lot of fun. So, all I gotta say is I can't wait to laugh in their faces and send them some emails about how good and, hey, how good we are. And I I think we're gonna win the AFC West. I personally do. So, that's all I gotta say. And go Raiders. I feel you, brother. I really feel you because Allison can suck a chode, okay? I can't stand that biatch, and I can't stand the fact that she's even doing football. She probably doesn't know the difference between an X and an O. Well, she's made the O sign way too many times, if you get my drift. And Fat Warren Sapp, a bag of wind that he's become, that's some bullshit. The talking heads on these programs, folks, I'm telling you, man, you got to tell them when it changes. You can't say nothing to them now, But like you said, L.A. Raider, when it changes around, the Raiders start winning, that's when you send them those emails say, yeah, welcome to the bandwagon, geeks, because they'll all be singing praises because that's how they are, man. They're two-faced. That's how it goes. Even the old Raider, Fat Warren Sapp. And Marahoochie. It sounds like he's been smoking some Marahoochie, but he's a good guy, man. He's a good dude. I thought he was going to come to Oakland at one time, but... 
hey, we got somebody on our side. He's not afraid to throw it in the other guy's face. It's always good to have one of these guys on our side, especially when things turn around. You got to love it. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Raider Bob from Knoxville, Tennessee. Raider Nation. It's Raider Bob from Knoxville and from the RMP Forum, which more people should be on. Uh, hey, uh, and Greg, Randy, hey. Uh, I was just listening to the uh, post-game Niners show, uh, and uh, I just want to remind everybody that you know, we took our starters out after we took the lead, and Gradkowski continued with the second team to actually almost win. If we hadn't had so many damn drop balls, we would have won the game. Even at the end, uh, I guess it was Todd Watkins, I think, that dropped a pass that you know could have won the game for us. So, all that aside, and the fact that Gradkowski looked like Kurt Warner in a preseason game. Uh, I went back and watched it, dude. At one point, he was 13 of 16 with his two touchdowns and damn near 200 yards. So uh, he looked unbelievable. That all that aside, um, to Tennessee, uh, I think this team's a lot better than 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 anybody gives them credit for. Uh, uh, with Richard and a really really lean, mean Tommy Kelly, all of a sudden. Uh, I mean, he looked crazy in this game. He was like, uh, "You just got to watch it on TV, man." He he was he was acting out, and maybe it was just because it was San Fran. I don't know, but that dude's ready to play. And you you trade him and out with Big John. Uh, we've got solid in the middle, and and Shaughnessy out on the ends, and 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 Houston. Those guys have shown me nothing but love, man. I love those guys. Uh, and I always thought Shaughnessy would come along like that. Um, if those guys can play regular season, they'll have 12 sacks apiece. Okay, I just think we'll play better. And uh, I, I think preseason's a bunch of shit. I think we run the ball downhill, and I, I think we throw the ball if we need to. And uh, I, I think we're we're just putting on. I'm telling you, we're going to run the fucking ball. And uh, we will stop the fucking run. Uh, I really believe it. And... Uh, you mark my words, this team, it's either going to make or break. Yeah, I mean, if we come out and they roll over us, uh, like someone said on uh, on an earlier call on on this latest show, uh, uh, it will, That w- I think it was Juan. Uh, by the way, great call, Juan. That was great. Uh, you you seemed pretty pissed. Uh, <laughs> and I guess so, because Raider Mike said you almost got in a fight. So, hey, uh, love you guys, Raider Nation. Peace out. Bob, you got to get a hold of me on the Raider Nation podcast forum and uh, check it out so that we can hook up and have a beer in the parking lot, my brother, because we're coming. And as far as uh, the Raiders are concerned, you're right. We almost beat the Niners, and it's always a big row here in the Bay Area when we play those geeks. And they're going to be a bigger row over there because we got tickets already for that game. We call it the ninth home game since we're so close to home. You got to love it. Thanks for the call, brother. I think our defense will be solid as a rock. We have our good friend, Raider Jaime from Bakersfield. Check it out, folks. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, what's going on? Hey, Raider Nation. It's Raider Jaime calling out of Bakersfield. Man, Raider Greg, I'm sorry I missed show 280, man. I was just a little preoccupied here. But, um... That uh, I just want to give a take on that uh, 49er game. No one Juan is right. I think there there is. I mean, there's still some adjustments they got to make on offense and defense. But I mean, I I think Cable's got them in the right direction. But anyways, uh, they, it did look somewhat good. They did make the stops when they had to, but they still got a lot of yard positive yardage on the 49ers. But um. Nevertheless, you know, they stopped them. I just hope that we don't see this all season long. I want to see a shutdown. I mean, a complete shut. Well, I know we're not going to get that, but I just want to see a shutdown on the run, you know, from our front from our front four. I just hope um, that Cable and staff, they do a good job in picking the, the perfect 53-man roster, you know, because they're playing Seattle tonight, and uh, after tonight I guess they're going to make their cuts. 
and I would just hope they they put the um, they put the right team on the on the on the field or or like Juan Jorge says the right product. So anyways, oh and I just wanna just wanna say um I found my uh, son uh, Marcus Raider Marcus. I named him after Marcus Allen. I, I, you know I found him after 25 years. You know and um, I just wanna say welcome uh, to the family. He will be um, he will be part of the podcast show Raider Greg. He loves I he heard your show. He loves it. And um just welcome him to the family, man, and um I'll be looking forward to a great season. Me and my son will be going to Raider games this year and we'll we'll um be out there partying with you, Raider Greg. Raider Randy. I'll see you guys uh see you guys at the Mecca. I'm out. Well, the product we have is the product we got, because we're down to fifty three and we got a pretty good defense. I know this, man. We didn't stop Gore. He ran twice for like 56 yards. It was terrible. So we better stop this mofo uh, from the Titans, Chris Johnson. So we're going to have a long-ass day. And you know what? Let me just go off on the tangent right now. Hey, man, you're a father. I'm a father. I want to say shout-outs to Raider Marcus. Uh, first of all, props for getting together with your dad and making things good and and, and being a family. It's very important. It's the most fucking important thing. The Raider Nation's a family, but man, blood is blood, brother. And welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Shout-outs to you and your family. Raider Jaime, you're the man, brother. Definitely the man in Bakersfield, my friend. And we will be tipping some brewskis down there at the Mecca, the Coliseum. Can't wait, my brother. Hopefully we'll have a good season to celebrate. We have my good brother, Raider Damien from Palasa. County. Raider Craig, Raider Randy, it's Raider Damien up here in Plaster County. How's it going, boys? <sighs> okay, so uh, we're playing uh, Seattle tonight. Who really gives a shit? Uh, but you know what? I'm fired up for the start of the regular season out there in Tennessee. A lot of good calls over the last couple weeks, especially about uh, stopping uh, Chris Johnson up there. So we got our work cut out for us. But I'm going into the season very positive, and I think everybody else should too. We have been um, seeing for these last couple games here consistent offensive drives with Campbell and with Grakowski, and that is a good fucking sign because we didn't have that last year. So that's awesome. I don't believe that we've got a controversy right now at that quarterback position. I know there's some rumblings out there, but right now Campbell is our guy, and I feel great knowing that at any time if Bruce Grakowski has to come in there, he can do exactly what he did the other day against the Niners, which is just come in there and just start throwing four yard bombs and scoring touchdowns with Murphy and all those other cats. So that's fucking awesome. Um, so that said, I am getting psyched for the start of the regular season. I hope everybody else is too. Looking forward to coming out and hanging out with uh, Greg and Randy at the uh, Rams game there and throwing back a few brewskis or two skis. So uh, looking forward to that. You guys have a, a great day and uh, go Raiders. Bye. Well, there's no controversy yet on the quarterbacks, but as soon as there's little sputters here and there, you know it's going to raise its ugly head. I'm just going to call it before it happens if it does. We got to give we got to give Jason Campbell some time to get used to this team, that's used to his players. He's really new here in the house. Gradkowski is already locked in. You could tell he's got a rhythm. But either way, man, we got someone to throw the ball one and number two. Man, a far cry from last couple seasons where we had nobody to throw the ball, which is a huge difference. We have some players. We have some receivers. We got to stop Chris Johnson. There ain't no doubt about it. And we will be seeing you there at the Mecca, my brother. Don't forget to email me at the Raider Nation Podcast.com, www.RaiderNationPodcast.com. Check it out, Raider Greg at. <laughs> that shows you how much I know about this. That's why Randy does it all. But uh, thanks for the call, my brother. We have Raider Eric on the line. What's up, partner? Raiders. Hey, this is Raider Eric, and I'm getting ready to go to the Raiders-Seahawks game, or should I say Seagulls? Anyways, see you guys out there. Go Raiders. Like I said before, one of the longest preseason games in history to this Raider fan, but it was nice to be out there with you guys. Because, you know, the nation, there ain't nothing like it. Next, we have the Metal Raider. 
Hey, what's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Metal Raider. And uh very, very pleased to see the Raiders close out the preseason with a win. I know the running game didn't look too good this preseason, but I'm glad they started, you know, running it pretty good towards the end. I think Chris Johnson just lost his job tonight all preseason. He hasn't looked good, and tonight he didn't do anything special to keep his job. So I think Route will be starting opposite Namdi. Hope they keep Tonga. I think Tonga's really good. My boy Myers didn't really have a good preseason this year. His pass catching skills, he's digressed a bit in there, but we'll see if he can get back to how he was last year. All in all, man, I'm just I'm just real happy. Would have liked to see more sacks these past two games, but it, it's it's gonna be there this season. I mean this this Raider team is looking really good. Best I've seen in a long time, and I love them scoring on opening drives these past three games. I haven't seen that in the longest time. So yeah, just I'm I'm ready for the season to start now. But anyway, go Raiders. Well, I'm sorry, brother, because Tonga is out, and Chris Johnson he's in. I understand he didn't have a good preseason because he got burned a couple times too. However, he was a stellar player last season, and he kept us out of a lot of trouble. So let's just hope those DBs get it together. I think uh, playing a couple seasons now, we'll see a lot a lot of changes. As far as the pass rush goes, we have it. We know we have it. Just wait till we unleash it in Tennessee. I love it. We have my good brother, Lou Dog, with some wisdom. He's throwing it down. Let's listen. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Lou Dog. Uh, calling again with uh, my thoughts on the preseason uh, last four games. I called uh, the last podcast and I, I did uh, I did state that I would I was not going to talk about the games because it's preseason and it didn't count. But I did talk about players, you know, the last podcast, and I thought I'd take a couple minutes, or I'll try to keep it short and sweet, talking about uh, the games. Our last two games, especially against the San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. Overall, as a team, I think we did okay against the 49ers, except for some breakdowns in uh, run coverage. A la Michael Huff, dude got burned bad in San Francisco. I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, this guy, he's been on our team for a couple years, and he really hasn't showed me that he's a. Uh, quality player at his position. The 40 Winers, our defense did okay against their starting offense. I wish we would have seen a little bit more pass rush. Uh, I just think that was uh, something the coaches did. We're holding back and probably trying something different there. I really hope that's what it was. And Richard Seymour not being in the game really speaks volume. Our offense did okay, except for our starting quarterback being injured. Uh, he got rocked pretty good, so I wouldn't blame him if he wanted to lay there for a couple seconds and catch his breath. So uh, I think if we can find a, a, a way to protect our quarterback a little better, I think we'll be all right. We did have some drops from our right receiver crew. I uh, hope that improves because uh, there is potential there. And for last night's game, the Seahawks, our defense did okay. I think our our Run defense did okay for it being reserves and and uh, players trying to fight for a roster spot. Our D D line did did okay. Our corners are the ones that kept getting burnt. Chris Johnson is supposed to be our starting corner. I know he just came back from being injured, hamstring injury, but uh, I don't think that's still an excuse for for him getting beat more than once. I hope he improves because we are going to need that those corners to, to play at the top level and especially playing opposite Nandi Asuma. Uh, you know a lot of teams are going to pick on him. Our D-line, like I said, did okay. Nothing too fancy, nothing too spectacular. Our offense, our backup, Bruce Gretkowski. You know what? Um, as much as I would hate to say this, I, I really hope this guy really pushes Campbell because I've said in the past, Campbell is is a good quarterback. He is mobile. He can move. But something about Bruce Gutkowski, he just 
has a different presence in the pocket. I think he's a little bit more quicker with his release, and just, he, I think he makes a little bit better passes. Uh, he made some great passes during the Seahawks game that really impressed me, and I am really, really glad that we have him as our backup and not uh, a Marcus Tuyas or Sopo or, uh, or uh, the other guy from Arizona, uh, Walter, I forget his first name, and even Jeff Garcia. You know, Jeff Garcia last year really didn't, really didn't show much. He was just running his mouth more than anything else. Now, as far as our wide receiving crew, they did okay in the reserves. Uh, Darius Haywood Bay made a great catch. Hopefully he can continue that. He made some great blocks, and hopefully he can continue that too. I did hope to see him do better, and he did. Hopefully that's a good sign. He seemed pretty pumped at what he was doing, so hopefully he can carry that confidence into the regular season. Our third-string quarterback, Kyle Boulder. I mean, this guy seems like he, he's got the spot also. I mean, him and Gutkowski could probably fight for the second spot, but, you know, just because Gutkowski's been there a little longer, I'd give it to him by default. Other than that, I know the Seahawks game was just, uh, was just a garbage game, like they say garbage yards and stuff like that, but it really gave us an idea of who, who our second stringers and our reserves are going to be and who might be getting cut from the team. Um, well, we've got probably about a little bit over a week left so the regular season starts. Two more Sundays and, and then it's on. Just can't wait till, to that Titans game. Now, I really hope, I really, really hope we do good. Hopefully we can stop Chris Johnson and and the running quarterback of Vince Young. So, well, Red Nation, I'm trying to stay optimistic. Not making any predictions, like I said. We need to take this season one Sunday at a time, one game at a time, and be 1-0 at the end of every week. So if uh, we can do that, I think we'll be in good shape. Not predicting playoffs, but I think we'll be in good shape. Uh, that That's uh, our high expectations as Raider fans. We always want to make it to the playoffs, but it's a little too early to jump the gun. Well, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, once again, you guys are doing a good job, uh, I guess. I will talk to you guys after the Tennessee game. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm out. All good points, my brother. As for Michael Huff being here a few, a couple of years, he's been here for five seasons. Five, count them. It's time for him to step up or shut up and get out. And in that game against the Sea Chickens, we had four drop passes in a row. Four. That's some bullshit. These guys better learn how to hold on to the ball. I guess it's only preseason you want to get hit and taken out of the game for the year, but come on. And what you said about Bruce, man, I say the same doggone thing. He's got a zip to his ball. He's got a snap to it. He's very decisive. He makes his mind up, and he gets the ball to a receiver. Here's the difference I see that's running in full stride. The ball hits him right in stride. Unlike Campbell, where our receivers kind of have to hesitate, that's a big difference, and let's just hope that Campbell could catch up and throw some of those strikes like Gradkowski because, you know, I'm telling you, I don't want to go any further than that. I think we have a good season ahead of us. We'll see on the Titans game because we'll be there firsthand. <laughs> Thanks for the call, brother. This is my very good friend from Utah, Raider Darren. The guy is class all the way. He always brings a head with the hat of a team we're playing. It's beautiful. Guy is awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you, brother. What you got to say? Hey, Raider Greg. Uh, Raider Darren up here in Utah. Thought I'd give you a call. It's been a long time. Don't get to see too many games up here. Yeah, they always put somebody else on. It kind of is frustrating. I had to wake up this morning and read about the uh, Seahawks game. Looks like we did pretty good. We got some big holes and special teams still we got to fix, but sounds good. Anyway, just thought I'd give you a holler and say what's up. Won't be able to make it down to too many games this year. See you uh, probably on the Texans game. A couple other fans up here flying out for the rest of the games, but uh, we're going to have a good team this year. We're going to do good. Can't wait to see it. Talk to you later. Well, there you go. I'm glad you're going to make it to a game. It's going to be good to see you. 
Uh, always good, man. Always a pleasure. You know, the Raider Nation gets together this time of year, and it's like old souls week, man. You see friends you haven't seen in a long time, and it's time to get together and pate. So we're going to have some fun. I can't wait to see you at the Texans game, my brother. We have an anonymous caller from Kansas. What you got to say, brother? Yeah, I was listening to your to your podcast, and uh, I've been thinking about it all season. You know, why isn't Gradkowski starting? He knows the team. Seriously, dude, even from the first game. You know, when he came in, dude, he made things happen. You know, they, they say he's too small, he doesn't have a big enough arm. Well, you know what, he makes plays, and uh, he knows the team. So, and it, and it burns my ass out. He's not playing right now because he is the man for the fucking job. And uh, from what I've seen from preseason, he's the only one that has. You know, Jason Campbell, he, he really hasn't done too much, you know. You know, he's okay. So, like a guy said last season, you know, let Bruce lose. Let him lose. You know, that's that's our first step to greatness. So, later. In all justice, man, we got to give Jason Campbell an opportunity to learn the team and do all those things because we're paying him more money. You know, go figure. He's our first-string quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Let's give him a chance. The good thing about this is, brother, we do have Bruce Almighty and the wings in case anything happens. You know he can come in and make it happen, and that's a great comfort to this Raider fan. Thanks for the call, brother. We have our good friend, the Houston Raider. Hey, Raider Nation, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, all the other great Raider fans around the world. I love hearing the bone line and uh, love hearing your perspectives on our team and everything. Just a quick comment before I get to my main one is uh, on the Mike and Mike show on uh, ESPN this morning, uh, Mark Schlereth was talking all this shit about how when he played for the Broncos, they were taught to cut the uh, players for the other team and everything, obviously. One guy would stand him up, and the other guy would drive through him and drive uh, through his thighs and everything. Just shows you the kind of shit that they practice over there in uh, Denver. I've been hearing about them and the 49ers, but especially those lame-ass effing Broncos for years. So uh, that's another reason why I hate the Bronco hoes, as Greg calls them. Just want to let you know that... uh, I'm a big Raider fan, as you guys know, and I know you guys were all big Raider fans. We uh, we live at 365, 24-7. Always look forward to the podcast, Greg. Thank you very much for what you and Randy do. Between that and the uh, the behind the shield with the uh, Jeanette Thompson, that really keeps us uh, all abreast on what's going on during the off season and during the year, along with uh, Raiders Report and the Silver and Black Show. We all stand uh, loud and proud behind the shield. Just want to have some comments real quickly. I know there's a lot of callers that are going to be calling in. Our run defense has got to improve greatly. Uh, offensive line, I like the idea about Valdir being the tackle and Satelli being the center. Special teams has got to really improve. Giving up that uh, touchdown to Lewis Rankin the other night against the Seed Chickens or Seed Cox, whatever you want to call them, that was unacceptable. We can't let them do that because uh, you get a special teams or a defensive touchdown, that can make the difference in winning or losing a game, as we all know. Like what uh, Gretkowski does and everything, he seems like he's, of course, he's been the writer's system longer than Jason does, but I think that uh, Jason will have more than enough chances to, you know, he's going to develop and improve the way we all hope he does. We wish the best for him, but uh, i tell you what, with Kratkowski and uh, Bowler as the third quarterback, a lot of good things. I've never been so pumped and everything. I look forward to the podcast and uh, just keeping up on the Raiders, keeping abreast. I'll be, I'm always wearing my Raider stuff when I go to Molly's or these uh, sports bars and everything, and uh, I never back down the fact that I'm a Raiders fan. They all can kiss my ass if they don't like it. F them, right? So anyway, I'm looking for the home opener and everything and uh, hearing about what you guys had about your great experiences up there in Trashville, as I call it. But uh, go Raiders! Well, let's not to put too much in the preseason. We kind of have a vanilla team. There's sometimes we did you know, well, sometimes we did. We're going to know exactly where we are at this Tennessee game. That is a fact on our run defense and everything else. The thing I'm still concerned about, special fucking teams. We don't have any. We better get some, and I mean like right away. There better be guys that are ready to leave a kidney on the damn field and make a play because uh, – as far as I'm concerned, I'd be saying, you're going to get your pink slip. We'll just hire a bunch of guys off the street if you guys can't get it together on special teams. We got the best kickers in football. Come on, man. All we got to do is cover and run the ball. 
Come on, man. We got lots of wisdom coming from my good brother, Rada Mike from Gainesville, Florida. Check it out. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Mike, Gainesville, Florida, give you a call. Let's finish reviewing our final roster. I agree with everything. I guess the only thing that I was, you know, I saw the final 53-man roster, I wish that we would have put Stevie Brown, that rookie safety, on the active roster. And we should have probably cut that guy, Hiram Eugene, number 31. I don't think he's all that good. I, uh, I've seen him get run over a couple times last year. And... I just don't think he's that great of a safety. I mean, I think he's expendable. Probably could have, you know, put that rookie in there as far as, you know, the backup to uh, Mitchell and Tyvon Branch and Huff because he seemed pretty good, you know, having played special teams. So that was the only one I saw. I wish we would have kept him. I see we got him on the practice squad. But the thing about that, that's risky because, you know, another team could claim him. But I know we're deep at the safety and secondary spot. I was just, that was one thing I didn't like. At number 13, Yaman Fickers. That guy fumbled so much during the preseason and dropped so many balls. I don't know why we kept him. Uh, maybe because of an issue with depth at wide receiver. Maybe they'll cut him where, when Chaz, you know, Shillings comes back or what. I don't know. But I just, I don't think that guy should have been on a 53-man roster. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't see he's all that great. But everything else looks good. And I see that we're moving Quentin Groves to the weak side linebacker. And Trevor Scott's going to be a backup defensive end. I guess he may have struggled a little bit in pass coverage when he was at linebacker, which, you know, that probably would have been an issue because he was a you know defensive end, so it's kind of hard to go from defensive end to linebacker being in pass coverage. And I guess he'll give us some added depth at the defensive end position that we need. Uh, apparently, Quick Rose is a little bit bigger and faster. And, well, I wouldn't say bigger, a little bit more. He has a little bit more ball hawking skills as far as that, but... That looks like a pretty good move. So I'm pretty impressed. I mean, this is the first year I can say that <clears throat> we have depth at every position, except for wide receiver. It's the only one I question. But as far as the um, quarterbacks, I'm, this is the first year I can say that I'm not worried about it. If, even if Campbell can't go, Gretkowski's okay. And even if Gretkowski can't go, I'm, I'm not satisfied with Bowler because I think he's a decent guy. So not that I don't want anybody to get injured. I want to go with Campbell, but uh, – I'm confident if someone were to get injured that we, we've got depth there, uh, which is great. That's been our problem the last seven, eight years. We haven't had a real quarterback. looks like we finally got the quarterback position solved, at least. So, Another thing, uh, I'm going to be up in Atlanta to watch the game with the Raider Nation fan club in Atlanta. I'm, I'm still debating about going to the game in Tennessee. Atlanta's only like four hours away. I know some of my buddies that are from uh, Oakland and Los Angeles that live in Atlanta now are going to the game. They said they're driving up to Tennessee and turn around and coming back after the game. So you'll see a lot of the Raider Nation from Atlanta that migrated from California like myself. So so I'm still debating if I'm coming or not. But I know I'm, since I live in Gainesville, I'm going to the Jacksonville Jaguar game. And I am going to the Black Hole sometime this year for a game. So that's what my schedule is. I am going to the Black Hole. I haven't picked a game out yet. And then I'm going to Jacksonville because I'm I want to see a Raider game at home instead of being at the business stadium all time. It's not moved to the East Coast. Last time I seen a Raider game at the home stadium was when they were in Los Angeles, where I'm originally from. So anyway, go Raiders. Raider Greg, maybe, maybe or not, I may see you. If I don't see you in Tennessee, hopefully I'll hook up with you uh, and the rest of the Raider Nation in Oakland when I head out there later on this year. Raider Nation for life. Peace. Well, you know, I got to tell you, Yaman figures. That's all you heard in this last game. I know he's third string, but the guy made some plays. I know he's rough. I know he's rough around the edges, but, man, I think he's got a lot of potential myself. So I'm glad they kept him. Uh, Hiram Eugene, you know, he's a pretty good player, too. Uh, he can play pretty well. Um, he's hot and cold as well. But, man, I do think your comments on the depth chart is amazing because for the first time in years, I'm feeling confident in most of our positions on the field with the exception of our special teams where I think Stevie Brown could have been. I think they could have used him on a special team squad. I don't understand why we didn't put him there because he's a monster when it comes to tackling. He hits hard. 
and we need help on special teams. Go figure. But the team is what it is, and uh, we're going to see what happens here at Tennessee. I can't wait for you to come to Oakland, man. I I hope to see you in Tennessee, but if I don't, I understand. But, man, you better get a hold of us here on the Raider Nation podcast if you're going to be in town for any games here at the Mecca because we definitely got to sit down and do some talking and some drinking. And you know, party down with the Raider Nation, there ain't nothing like a home game here in the Mecca. Raider Nation, let's go, let's go. Raider Nation, let's go, let's go. Raider Nation, you ready for some football? You ain't ready for no football. You ain't ready for the open Raiders. It's the invasion of the open Raiders. Are you ready for some football? You ain't ready for this football. Here we come, baby. Just win, baby. Well, Raider Nation, Randy and I are gearing up. Getting ready, packing up to head out on to Tennessee to uh, see the Tennessee Titans play a game against our Oakland Raiders. Let's just hope we get the team we're all looking for. And I know it sounds like a pie in the sky, man, but we can win this game. I totally have confidence in this team. We just have to say the mantra one more time. We have to stop the run. Stop the motherfucking run. That's what we got to do. If we can do that and put some points on the board, we've proven we can do that, then we got ourselves a hell of a football game there in Nashville. So without further ado, this will be the last podcast until after the Nashville game. We'll get back to you after that and see what happens to our Raiders. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.